people what it do you rocking with the speech guy tony asar asar coming from the land of sugar free so you know it's nothing sweet but everything's nice and you know what it is when you hear that lo-fi it's a brand new episode of the comedy plug that's right where we play those bass those slappers those ha ha's and even you gotta know i got to bring a homie with me and that's right and i don't know how your week's been but i hope everything's been great healthy there's been a lot of madness stop the violence stop the shooting but that ain't what we're here for man we're here to keep it going keep it laughing and keep it vibing but without further ado you ain't here with this you here because i gotta bring you some sounds from this pie baby pomona i.e stand up and first up is my boy david may with that new cut back may and, and you know where you heard it at baby who the comedy plug They suited, don't know what the fuck is up I'm stepping outside, I'ma light the reef I'm in the coldest weather, I don't need a heater I got the top down in a two-seater Got the heated seats and I'm smoking with your tear And I just hit a left on no gas Lit as a roller, blurry at a Scoop on the gang, you can see the callus Got the boys in the stands like it's malice in the palace I'm smoking the zip, just talking the bit My bitch is bad, she poking the bit Views by the oceans, mimosas and shit I'm in the post, I'm hoping to fish Shimmy shimmy with the sky The dream shake left the guy shit I got the flies, who's in my I'm on tour, grab the guy but I ain't dealing with crowds Hey, I took the bag away and you know what it is baby if you want to hear the rest of that song you got to go ahead and hit the link in the bio if you're listening to it on the stream spotify apple podcast iHeartRadio. that's where we got it and shout out to the folks over on youtube but we got to keep it going keep it locked we got that new simba and two chains drop with ooh, pop out and you know where you heard it at baby <laughs> Yeah. Hey. It's been a few days, I ain't hit the stage, I've been in the crib on the game hey. I had to start telling my family no, cause I'm starting to notice a change hey. I got too stuck in my ways, by sticking to everything that I became I'm out here running it up, you niggas running in place Time to pop out and turn up the city, from the bay where them boys get to tripping I'm in Oakland with Oblak and Jimmy, used to trap out of Taurus with Kenny Now I'm out here in Florence with Kenny, trying to fit seven hoes in a Bentley I ain't been outside in a minute, I'm back in the city, we bout to get litty, you feel me? Oh, you wanna know where I'm at? <laughs> 
<laughs> we out. I just might pop 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 out like a hundred foreign whips. I just might pop 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 out like a hundred something bitches. Just might pop 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 out with a honey bunny fifty. These niggas thought that I was playing, 'cause I've been out the way. I'm a million dollar nigga. I've been humble, but today I just might pop 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 out like a hundred foreign whips. I just might pop 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 out like a hundred some bitches. I might pop 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 out with a thirty and a forty. I'm always riding with a stallion. You with a one trick pony, and she got the magnets. Pick up paper like a custodian. Major necessity, it two chains on a roller. Yeah, I'm on my way now. Yeah, nothing the same now. Yeah, you ain't seen me ball last night, but、well, I'm about to shade now. Yeah, I'm on the money trip. Richard Payne, both of them is her kissing my ring. I had to tell her, don't fight yourself. Won't even take time to look at your pains. Tony, I just might pop 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 out like a hundred foreign whips. I just might pop 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 out like a hundred something bitches. Just might pop 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 out with a hundred bunny fifties. These niggas thought that I was playing, 'cause I've been out the way. I'm a million dollar nigga. I've been humble, but today I just might pop. Ooh, come on now. We I know you feel it. Whatever you listening to, be it at school, in your room, or somewhere on the tube, you know what you gotta do. Subscribe to us over at FM dot Comedy Plug. All over on the socials. That's Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Where else are we at? I don't even know, but we're there, bro. Just trust me. Put it in FM dot Comedy Plug. We gonna keep it rocking, keep it going. You know we gotta keep Dolph's legacy alive with some key Glock, baby. And this is off that jam. I can show you off that dumb and dumber too. Ooh, and you know where you heard it at, baby. <clears throat> the comedy plug. Tell 'em I can't remake it. I can show you how to get money, my nigga.、Yeah. I can show you how to flip、yeah. them bands. I've been counting a whole lot of money lately. This shit been crapping my pants. I can show you how to get money, my nigga. Just get up and pop your ass. I've been getting a whole lot of money lately. This shit been making me dance. I can show you how to get money, my nigga. I can show you how to flip them bands. I've been counting a whole lot of.
And what it do, party people, if you just tuning in, or this is the pop that you're tuning in and hopped in, you rocking with the speech guy, Tony Asar, A-S-A-R, and you're listening to the comedy plug, name still pending, <laughs> shout out to producers, and this is where we play the ha-has, we play some boppers, we got the slaps, knockers, whatever you want to call it, we got some ha-has, but it wouldn't be the plug if I didn't. Bring a homie with me. And this cat, this is a cat I ran into last year when I was taking my South LA travels and I was just doing, going through the jungles of the black folk comedy, <laughs> or the comedy scene. I don't know, that sounds racist, but it's black because I can say it. So I was going through the jungles of the black comedy scene throughout South LA and then I ended up running into one, a, a nice little hookah joint, hookah, a hookah. A hookah comedy spot and it was dope black established black owned shout out to the homegirl janae but it was this one host there he just got a voice like god you know he just got a voice where i was like morgan freeman jr in the house baby who is this man and he's funny as all to do what and he comes with a whole lot of talent but without further ado allow him to tell you what his name is tell the people who he is what's going on man it's aaron monte in the building you know what's what's happening man how you doing how you, you see doing? all right people does it sound like god's talking to you <laughs> right now was it just yes me? this is god in the building yeah, we're uh I'm here just, on the comedy plug i'm just saying you're just one of those people some people just have a voice you yeah, know yeah, what i mean yeah. you definitely you gotta have gotten that all your life <laughs> yeah like, for sure like you gotta be a voice actor or something right yeah all the time has any experience doing stuff like that no i mean i just started making my fir- first voice reel like a few weeks ago okay and uh i don't even like my voice when i hear it honestly are you serious? Yeah, I don't like it. That's 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 some humble ears right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got real humble ears. That's the problem. If I had your voice, I would be abusing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Use it to your own advantage. I, pro- I probably would be an advocate prince out here and try to sell diamond mines. <laughs> I'll, I'll diamond, <laughs> diamond rings. You know what I mean? I'll definitely. I would use it to sell people things yeah. if I really if I really wanted to abuse it like that. Like some Prime America? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So Prime America, you know, and stuff like that. Make a whole ad for it. Yeah, I got a deal for you. No problem. Exactly. <laughs> it's, good. It's, it's a whole life insurance policy. Just give me yeah. half your check yeah. every two weeks for the next 10 years. Come on. You can afford it? No problem. <laughs> Be covered. That's a Mary Kay. No, but hey, my G, just to get a little bit more insight from you. So where are you from? You naturally from... LA, yeah, I'm that... from Inglewood, man. I'm from Inglewood, oh. California, man. Yeah, hey. yeah, from out here. Um, yeah, I've been doing comedy for about seven years now. Okay. Um, when you came in, we was that, that spot was popping, the Legacy Lounge. You know, yeah. last Legacy Lounge was John A. Thompson. So, uh, yeah, man, I've been out here grinding, grinding for as long as I possibly can, man. Man, yeah. Did you Did you go to school? I, I went uh, to school. Uh, did you like graduate? College, yeah, yeah. I went to college. I went to Cal State Long Beach. Hey, I'm a local okay. man, like for real. I never really, I never left anywhere for real. I was always just been. I never have lived anywhere else besides here. And In I Inglewood. In Inglewood. I mean, I mean the greater Los Angeles area. Like I mean, I've moved from Inglewood, but like, I I can't really see myself going anywhere but else. But you have travel, right? You see? Yeah, of course, of course. Do, do you yeah. want to go? <laughs> not really, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna I, lie to you. I mean, here's the thing. I would here's I would go to I was literally just ranking the other day cities I would go to outside of LA if I moved. Yeah. I'd probably either go to San Diego, which is already super close. 
Jonathan McCallie right climate. Exactly. <laughs> then second would probably be San Francisco, <laughs> which is already right there too. <laughs> that part. Yeah, third I was like, what, maybe Boston or something right. like that. Boston was nice. I, I heard his racist out there, but you know, yeah. I've been there and only hung out with black people, so I, my experience in Boston was actually way better than I'm sure some people have had. Okay. Um, and then fourth, fifth, I just got back from New York like last weekend. Hey. And I definitely want to make that journey. It's it's fun to visit. I'll say that, but I would never live there. Is it is the I don't I don't know how many apartments you've seen, but the <laughs> is the apartment square feet really worse off than LA? Like they Bro, say. The square feet is much worse. Here's because everyone's right there. Everyone's in the same areas. Mm-hmm. So everyone's on top of each other. I've been uh, I went to like maybe two apartments when I was there that I was like, okay. This is enough. This is spacious enough to do this. Yeah, but it's an exhausting city. I bet it's the it's city that never sleeps, city. right? Exactly. The best part is having food at any time of night. Jamaican food just on every corner. It's a paradise. Okay. One of, one of my white that, homies came that, with us, and he's obsessed now with Jamaican food. That real jerk chicken. Exactly. That re- the real stuff. Yeah. 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 He he got he got Jamaican food at least ten times over there for in the three day span. Like he just oh. kept <laughs> he just kept going back. <laughs> That's the business. That's the yeah. business. But so when did you start to hop into the whole comedy? Like like actually getting started. Man, started? I, I was when I was in college, like my last year of college, I was in like 2016. Um, I was thinking about it. I was kind of thinking about it. Heading, I, I wanted to be a writer. So my okay. whole life, I wanted to be a writer, write, write what shows. What kind of writer? Like novel? Uh, I, well, I first used to want to write books when I was a kid. Okay. And I was always writing like little books and stuff and like comic books and things like that. Um, but as I got older, went to college and started studying writing. I was like, I kind of like want to write for movies and TV shows. Yeah. And I, so I, I was in like short story classes and a lot of my short stories, I would try to be serious. And eventually I'd just be like, man, what if he just you know <laughs> what if something crazy happened and then it, and then it turned funny um after a while i thought that i figured that a lot of uh writers and tv are comedians mm-hmm. so i was like well let me try to do some stand-up comedy at least the best ones at least the best ones 100 <laughs> percent. even the actors to be real all of us actors Honestly, are stand-up comedy uh, comedians too and more on that later but keep pushing yeah keep okay pushing. yeah we'll talk about that but yeah after uh after i decided let me try some stand-up comedy uh went to a couple of mics out in hollywood and then uh i actually you know on my day job as a teacher I'll be, i've been doing comedy more than longer than i've been teaching at this point you oh, know honestly snap. so um yeah after i started hitting open mics you know ended up getting at the comedy store at the in the main room somehow like back back then like it was easy to get to the main room now it's like you really gotta well, know somebody there but you either gotta know somebody you gotta come with something or right. you're going or you just spend all your time there and at some point you're going to get in there you yeah. know we used to yeah. call them gym rats club rats <laughs> exactly you know right right yeah. exactly and I had a few friends that was doing that just low key living there just like let me just stay there and eventually something will come up yeah I like um, money though right money is <laughs> money is what keeps me from staying one place for too long <laughs> to be real <laughs> that <part. laughs> to be real yeah so yeah, since then, you know, I started, you kept doing stand up. Uh, and then honestly, I haven't been writing as many TV shows since I started stand up. I fell in love with performing a lot. So I've been really been focusing on and honing in on that craft. And, you know, uh, only recently have I really been getting back into writing and, you know, pitching for shows. And stuff Cause like it, that, so. it really is two different beasts, right? Yeah, yeah it really from, is. From writing your joke and trying to get the beats of that down right versus like how how would you describe it when you're it's like when you're through? when you're writing something you can think something's hilarious as you're writing it down yeah. but they don't none of it matters until you go out and say it 
And you know what I mean? Like, it, none of that matters at all. You, you can go on stage and be like, oh, I thought that was going to kill him. And it is not doing well at all. You know, I got, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cr- literal crickets in the yeah. book. You're like, oh, man, I can't. I, I got I to gotta go back to the drawing board. And then, well, sometimes there's that sympathy laugh because they know what it felt like. Oh, so they're like, ha. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you're trying to do, but uh, nah, not this one, not this crowd, (laughs) not us. We're not laughing at that one. (laughs) That part. Yeah, but now, now since like I've I've gotten really into writing groove, now I'll just kind of just think of it and perform it before I even write it. You know what I mean? Like I'll just go Uh, do it on stage and be like, "All right, mm -hmm. that was funny when I did that there. Let me write that down." And then maybe next time it won't be funny, but it was that time, so I wrote it down. You know, and you know, kind of do it retroactively, kind of do it both ways. You know. And how would you say you got yourself to that point? Because a lot of cats when they hop on the stage, they kind of overthink the joke, and it's got to be how they wrote it, how they like. You can see it, right? True. Like, yeah, stick to the script. (laughs) They can't go outside of the script. I think that was I was on at that point for a long time too. It was only really like honestly when the pandemic kind of started, like 2020, and the, and those backyard shows were kind of popping in yeah. random places. So whenever the rates would kind of go down of COVID, I'd be like, all right, let me pop out and do a few shows in the backyard or mm-hmm. at the beach or wherever they were having shows. Um, so I would go, and honestly, I felt kind of reinvigorated. Not gonna lie, I was kind of like, man, like I don't know when this is gonna be gone again. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to perform again. Let me like give it all I got. So I started going off script, like kind of having more fun, being more silly with it. Yeah. And that's kind of really where I got in the groove of kind of, you know, just going off script and discovering the joke while just talking on stage. You know what I mean? Definitely. That COVID, yeah. that COVID era of comedy was special. For it those, was. For those, because I know not everyone kept going. Some people moved. Uh, right, whatnot. right. Some people, you know, yeah. they, you know, the numbers were the numbers. If yeah. you cared about the numbers, then they were the numbers. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but it was a special time of doing like like I don't know like I never did so many backyard patios swimming Man. pools right. type like right. there was a whole swimming pool in front of me at one spot I was doing comedy and then the audience and I was yeah. like wow I think I know exactly what you're talking about I, was, I think I was at one of those spots and I was like yo there was, there was the one that was a board over the pool yeah 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 yeah, Club yeah. B. Club yeah. B. yeah, yeah I was, was in there like, I was terrified I, I was shaking I'm a, I'm a big dude like I'm almost 280 pounds because like, this is a house and I know it's not safety regulated <laughs> so if I die I die <laughs> I mean someone's gonna get some cuts from the clips but I'm dead <laughs> you're going viral for sure but your leg will be broken <laughs> yeah. oh <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I'm just you know it was it, it was just a that time was yeah. an interesting it was time. it really and was honestly I feel like if you didn't get into comedy around that time, you kind of missed something special where it made it really true about the the purity of the laugh. Now it's back to be a business, but the purity. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah, hundred percent, man. Like that's where I really honed all my skills. For I think that people that kept going at least in a small capacity, kind of like. I kind of feel like I got ahead by staying out and kind of and going out and doing shows more because then a lot of people that just stopped and then when when things yeah. came back they kind of felt lost they're like the whole game's different. You well, know? They, they only did that Zoom comedy exactly and then transfer over. Right, right. There was a weird stretch last year <laughs> when we came back and you can still see it, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like the year comedy didn't transfer over. Right, hundred percent, man. I, honestly, Zoom shows. I was just reading jokes off my phone on the, <laughs> on Zoom, man. I was on the computer reading off my phone. Um, but yeah, if 100%, man, I felt like I had a huge leg up by staying out and kind of 
keeping going. Even though, I mean, I, I got a little further than I was before. It's not like it was like a crazy difference, but I do feel like people recognize me more when the game came back. Really. And what specifically about your writing you think got better or just your overall involvement with stand-up comedy I think, that you pulled? I think that I kind of grounded my jokes in more uh, uh, truth and vulnerability, I guess. You know, like I kind of like was able to talk about things that I hadn't talked about before kind of I really I started that was the first time I started talking about teaching and that was and that ended up being a really good joke for me that that I kind of still do now in which I hadn't talked about before I'd never really mentioned how like teaching or like you know any of my life outside of comedy before then you know and I think and that's all that really matters to people in comedy is who you are on stage so you know when people hear once you get vulnerable that's when you start winning for real I think uh, cause you you're right. Some people are worried about who you are on stage. Yeah. But I think that's the missed message. Cause like mm. you know, cause everyone like, who am I on stage? It's supposed to be true. You know, it's not supposed to be that way. It's supposed true. to be like who are you today? Right. Oh yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely I, right. I feel like I feel like yeah, you can get the jokes right all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, but if if you're if you're actually practicing you're not gonna be able to get the mood right every time yeah that's true you that's 100 true the mood always it does change often um and that's part of it too i guess discovering a part of the writing really is getting the mood honestly yeah you know because i go on and tell my jokes in like a, in a sad frame or being like i'm a, i'm down about this or i go up you know and be energetic about it you know it could it could change either way that depends on the room as well you know what i mean What's the worst room you've been in? Oh, Cause I know, I know you had that bad. Oh man, recently. Okay, I was talking about one I had recently. Oh, and I'm not even. I can't even. I don't even know if this is the worst room. I, I've always tried to change my. I, for some reason, in my worst rooms, I've had my be, my best time. Cause I'm just like, all right, well, nothing matters now. I'm already, yeah. <laughs> I'm already in the trenches now. Let me yeah. just just do what I can. Let's commit exactly. <laughs> I went to a show in Lancaster. Um. Well, boy, uh, Sean Connor, we had a show. I was opening for him. It was just, we were only two comics in the whole thing. Okay. We go in uh, in the in this bar. It's a huge bar. It looks like it could be a cool spot. We go in and the host comes up to us and he's like, yo, man, uh, it's our first time we've done this show on a Thursday night. It's usually on Mondays. So we'll see how it goes. And immediately I was like, oh, they're not going to know there's a show in here. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody in this room what knows there's a show about to happen right now. <laughs> Everyone thinks this is just a Thursday night. We're about to kick it. We go in. Um, it, it, people kind of fill in the room. Of course, not knowing there's a show about to yeah. happen. The host gets up and he's like, he's trying to get everyone's attention. He's kind of walking around the room yelling at people. He's like, there's a show about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to perform comedy. Shut up. <laughs> everyone's like, dog, we're just chilling after work right now. We didn't ask we, for this. He didn't sign up for this at all. And he's going, what are you? He's trying to do crowd work at the same time. Where are you from? I'm allowed to do a show right now. <laughs> it's like getting upset. <laughs> So eventually, it's my turn to go up. I'm, a, I'm supposed to do 30. I'm supposed to do 30 minutes oh. to open up. It's only this one big table of like, uh, there's at least 15 people there. And I'm like, okay. And the stage is far away because no one's sitting close enough to the stage. So I'm like, okay, I'm not about to stay on the stage way over here. Yeah. Try to talk to y'all over here. So I was like, all right, let me just go. <laughs> just got off stage, walked up to this big, huge group and just did crowd work the whole time. And they did not want to speak to me <laughs> at all. Just chewing their food. Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They did not want to and some of them were like belligerently drunk trying to sing into the microphone. Oh. 
I was trying my best. There was two people there that were there for the show. And I wanted to do crowd work to them, but I was like, you know what? Let, I'll let you guys rest. I'm going to give <laughs> Your support is enough. Yeah, your support is enough. You guys just watch. I'm going to run a walk over here and just bother these people that don't want to be bothering me right now. So I did that for 30 minutes. And uh, it was like pulling teeth to get people to speak. I had a good time, though. I'm not going to lie. I had, a, I had a lot of fun. People didn't want to talk to me. Um, drunk people. Yeah. That's that's usually the worst. Uh, the worst rooms are always the ones where no one knows that you're about to do stand up. Yeah, and and you know that's the producer's fault. And yes, like yes, like if in every situation it's like, how did they not know? <laughs> not aware. It's about six, seven people about to come up right now and just ruin their evening. Exactly. They didn't know. Exactly. They literally just walked into this. Oh, that that whole table. They all worked at Walmart when they're just there after work, kicking it all together. And I was like, man, I'm so sorry to ruin your coworker time, but uh. I'm doing. St- I'm yeah. doing a show now. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just got off of one of the worst customer service experiences of the day, and now doing their time on the video. <laughs> with a microphone, just standing right behind them, right over the shoulders. What are you eating, huh? <laughs> you want a drink, huh? <laughs> it was crazy. That's that's, that's one of the that's one of the wildest rooms I've been in in a long time. Yeah, I did the full thirty though, and I was like, all right, I'm getting my time in, I'm getting paid, and getting out of here. Hey, hey honestly, kudos are not belly. Kudos yeah. are not belly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had a I had a bomb. I had the bell from when I was like, you know what? Everyone here is right. <laughs> <laughs> you are all right. I'm not getting this right. At say all. less. I'll get on stage right now. All right, cash my beer ticket. What's good? <laughs> Payment collected. <laughs> Sometimes what you got to do because because my boy got up to headline and he got 15 minutes in and was like, you know what, I'm not doing, I'm not doing this twice. Have <laughs> two comics gonna do the same thing? <laughs> Let's get out of here. Yeah. That's just you know, it, it do be like that. Man. It do be like that, man. But we're gonna keep it rocking, keep it going because yes, this wouldn't be the comedy plug if we didn't play some. <laughs> And the album of today we got is Black Gentrifier from Daryl Charles. Ooh, and one time real quick, if you're listening and you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe to the Comedy Plug at fm.comedyplug on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We're on YouTube. But guess what? If you stream us on YouTube, you can't hear the audio. So you know what that means. If you want to hear the slappers, the bass, the ha. You have to check it over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Deezer. These we can't do that because this. I unfortunately am on community radio every Saturday, two to p.m. to four p.m. Shout out to one hundred one point five FM and the whole community of Boyle Heights. Without further ado, you know what you're doing, baby. You're rocking with the comedy plug, ladies and gentlemen. Daryl Charles. I'm holding this mic in my left hand, just so all you ladies know that I'm married. Uh, I have to put that out there immediately, because she's everywhere. Uh, 
That's for your safety, not mine. I know exactly where the exits are. I can get out of here quick. Just eyes up here is all I'm saying. Stop it. Um, yeah, I've been married for... Um, Eight, 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 eight. Look, at this point, it's anywhere between five and a million. It's been a long time. It's hard to keep track when every day is the same. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It is boring. It is very boring. It's incredibly boring. So boring. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying marriage is bad. Don't tell people I said that. Marriage is fantastic. If you can do it, do it. The tax breaks are amazing. <laughs> Seriously. The best letters in any long-term relationship are EIC. That's the earned income credit. It goes up a lot once you get married. <coughs> Actually, now that I think about it, it's probably not the case given how some of you voted. Mm. Mm. Do better next time. Uh, but yeah, no, it is a boring, it's boring. Marriage is a boring proposition. Like you think about it, you pledge to be with someone every day for the rest of your life. You expect when you show up at home on a Wednesday, it's like, oh, there you go again. <laughs> Just like yesterday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it should be boring, right? I got a lot of single friends, single people in the house, clap it up, single people. Yeah. Cool. Oh, single friends. I was like, no, when I get married, it's not going to be boring. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be an adventure. We're going to share our lives. We're going to fall asleep in each other's arms. And we'll wake up in each other's mouths. It's going to be great. <laughs> they are idiots. They are dummies. They have no idea that it's not what you want at all. Where are the married people at? Married people? Clap it up. <laughs> Woo, did you... you? You felt the sadness in that one, right? Like It was like... It was like I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Married people, we know an exciting marriage is a divorce. Like, it's never good. It's never good when your marriage is exciting. No. Wives in exciting marriages say things like, well, the Eagles just lost and he's been drinking, so. <laughs> I don't know what I'm coming home to. Like, it's not good. It's not good. My marriage is boring because it's strong. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. Very solid. My wife has no idea where I am right now. She could not care less. I was leaving the house today. I was like, hey, I'm going to go tape an album. She was like, Daryl, the door's unlocked. Just go. Nobody is, nobody is keeping you here. You know I want to watch Jane the Virgin, and I can't do that when you're here. So please, just leave. I was like, you know, I could find a lady while I'm there. She was like, <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> I know the last time you took a shower, Daryl. You're coming true. You hate stairway, keep your distance. Go away, go away, fix your feelings. Yeah. You know how I did it. I did it. You know what I'm giving, you know why I'm winning. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm gonna get it. Gonna get it. All this hate I kill a lot most in the building. Look how I build in the illness. Real love, no pretending you hate, keep your distance. Go away, fix your feelings. Go away. Don't be so offended when you see people winning. Like, I don't really get it. I'm inspired by the shit, make me more ambitious. I'm on the sandwich with the fixing. Orca man, orca man, kiss women. Bitch, I'm trying to stay positive, bitch. Positive, bitch.
Keep your distance. You hate stay away. Keep your distance. Go away, go away, fix your feelings. Go away, go away, fix your feelings. You hate stay away. Keep your distance. You hate stay away. Keep your distance. Go away, go away, fix your feelings. Go away, go away, fix your feelings. Go away. Say she was a shit right now. I'm a shark, you can't swim with no orcas. Pick her up, play the bitch like she falls. I, Niggas hating on these new clouded bitch. Talking about a nigga, I'm like, la la la, bitch. Talking about the wrong nigga, then it's blah, bitch. You can't stay away, keep your distance. And you know I had to bring you some cuts from the pie. That's Noah James and Cali Stacks, A Brooks and Triz off that new The Sea King Go Away. Next, I'm glad I have to play you some Northwest Area. <laughs> this is Wynn coming from Portland with Look At You. And you know where you heard of that, baby. <laughs> the Comedy Club. I hit the liquor, but it hasn't hit my system yet Okay, let's hit the day Sorry, I missed your text He want a picture in the shower of my bitties wet Is that a litmus test? I'm not just saying a baby You gon' need a simp before I start reciprocating Why you go and talk to me when I'm not engaging? You don't cuddle me enough to do your litigating He want me to put out, he should go to CD, baby Little baby, he harder than ever That's my Uzi Daisy Do your babies, you cannot do your 2K rating Look at me, look at you, then look back at me. That's embarrassing. You see how my ass sit in these baggy jeans. Don't make me send you back to therapy. Okay, I'm out of here, don't get me started. Hitting me at 2 a.m. like I know you want me. Right. Dolly, try and get your balls between my legs Like you will be topping I get all sway You my fonte You gon' have to put me up Like a lock tray Thick lips, thick ass Cause I'm God's fave All I need's a lip gloss And some more clay It goes if I say I'm sorry You gon' ride it like a jockey Your girl shining Here comes Johnny You can't handle doggy, baby Please quit asking Make me take an aspirin That is so attractive Look at me, look at you and once again, you know what it is. If you want to hear the rest of the songs, get the names of the cuts or where they from, you got to click the link in the bio. That's right. If you're listening to the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, uh, iHeartRadio, and Deezer, baby. And if you're only viewing this on YouTube, there's a whole nother half of the show you got to see. So go ahead and hit those links. We're going to keep it going, keep it rocking with a special guest performance from, <laughs> I'll let you see for yourself. Mm, Shorty bad in her attitude. That's why when you met her, she said she ain't never had to do it. And now, 
I'm thinking I can get it, oof. But I also think she's crazy, dude. You can see it in her eyes if you don't text her back in five minutes. She gon' probably cry and then hit you on your line. Throwing tantrums hella wild. Threaten to bust up your whole vibe and then scratch up your whole ride. She always text you something like... Can't even look her in the eyes to show respect. She's taking my order, man. What the hell do you expect? I gotta talk to her. Can you please just hop off my neck? I mean, do I gotta ask a different person for the check? I'm not doing that. And please stop asking me about my cousins on Instagram. Yes, they're pretty, but I like all their pictures, cause that's my fam. And I can't help the fact that I get these DMs from random fans. But you can't help the fact that you DM me too, but you be saying. People, and if you're just tuning in, you rocking with the speech guy Tony Asar, A-S-A-R, coming from the land of sugar free. So you know it's nothing sweet and everything's nice. This is a brand new episode of the comedy plug pending where we got those slaps, those bass, and those ha-has. And of course, you know it wouldn't be out the plug if I didn't have to hold me with me. 
and that was our man right now Eric, with your uh track well in the face in the face in the face yeah you dropped a whole comedy a comedy album slash some stand-up on it yeah, and yeah. there's some skits on mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. but for the most part uh, a comedy rap album yeah right yeah man right uh yeah it's called this one's for your mama yeah that's yeah what by by Aaron Monte, yeah, man, that was cool. I, I, there's some stand up ish. Yeah. I had to, I had to, I wanted to do stand up clips, but then the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. and then I was like, let me just record these in the studio so I can get this album out. Cause yeah, I've been working on it for like two, three years at that point. And I was like, all right, let me finish this thing. Yeah, you I know? put some elements. On yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. I thought, I thought it made it a little bit, a little bit better in some ways. Uh, give a little bit of a story. So you know, yeah, a lot of comedy uh, rap album and uh, uh, R and B kind of too on there. Yeah. yeah so what you know? what made you bring that whole idea? Cause you we already you coming from Long Beach went through the college yeah. did the creative writing right. was like I want to do scripts but then you was like nah I want to do these jokes but now it's like nah I gotta drop these bars man so where did that all come about uh, honestly man I have been really musically inclined since I was a kid um, but just just for fun really I hadn't really thought of you know I was always the best singer and best rapper in my family yeah yeah exactly they just, they, they just found out just now they just you found know, out just now you I was know the what best. it is exactly See you at the Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, I see you then. Uh, yeah, I, I've always been really musically inclined, uh, good at singing, rapping, um, beatboxing, things like that. You know, uh, and I guess I, I honestly don't know what, what at what point I really wanted to start doing it. Um, I really was a fan of Bo Burnham a lot, like okay. big time when, when he first had his first couple of specials out. On, yeah. when he was like he was like eighteen, nineteen, dropping those, something like that. Yeah, um, he had the Tourette's that gave him the ability to know what he wanted to do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes. Your disabilities yeah. enable you to yeah. do things. You know, I, mean? like I was always going to be this 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 magnetic superstar. Yeah, exactly. I didn't have a choice. I'm disabled. <laughs> but I had to. Uh, yeah, man. I was always a fan of Bo Burnham. Like I was a fan of really funny rap. I was a huge fan of. Uh, uh, well, I can't think of homie's name right now, man. Biz Marquis. Biz okay. Marquis was one of my favorite rappers for whatever reason, just because he was silly. I was I always like funny yeah. rappers. I always like. Um, you know, people who just have fun while rapping and making music because it always seemed like a, a music that you had to be hard. And I was kind of like, nah, I kind of like it when people are just funny. Even the hard rappers sometimes were funny. And I'm like, I like that too. Yeah. I like when they people bring out their funny side when rapping. Um, so really, after I started stand up, I was like, if I'm, let me just make some comedy music. Maybe I can start performing songs at the end of my sets. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'll be, be strong at both doing music and, and making my jokes strong too at the same time. Because there's not, to me, not that many people where you can really not many comics where you like know their jokes and their songs you know what I mean either you know them for music or you know them for jokes you know? <laughs> or do they even really know their jokes you know what I mean <laughs> exactly <laughs> right so I thought that was an interesting thing that I could probably use to my advantage so after a while you know started recording some songs um okay. Started working with uh, Pink House, which is a collective that I had gotten with uh, with a bunch of other dudes and a few other women uh, artists, you know, and we started making music and making, you know, people okay. make, made beats. Um, then, you know, started performing on stage, you know, and it, it started going well. Performed a few songs at the comedy store after my sets and and it was fun. And like I've been I've been hooked ever since. Now I'm just constantly thinking about when the next uh, project is that I'm going to drop, honestly. And with with this project, what were the songs that didn't make it? Um, what songs didn't make? Because you, what, you have about eight tracks on there. I got about eight tracks, five songs, and three yeah. jokes slash skits. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, I think every song that I made got on the album. I wanted to do oh. more, but I just didn't have. 
you know, after after it took so long to effort took so long to finish, you know, the songs that I had or to finish like the project as a whole, I just left it at that. And also during that time, I started working with another comedian, Tommy Wakefield, okay. um, on our. We had made a joint project, and we have our own comedy duo called Run the Fools. So after I started working with him on that, he makes you know he's really talented musician and rapper and comedian. Like he's yeah. he's really good. So like after we started working on that, I was kind of like, all right, well, let me just finish this project, put it out, and then we'll, I'll start focusing on Run the Fools for a little bit. Yeah. So- um, what can we expect from from Brenda? Man, I, I, we we dropped last That's last single. Funny too. Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, last single we dropped was in April. There wasn't yeah. a music video for it, so that's why you know you know people don't you don't be caring unless you drop <laughs> easy video. Yeah. It's gonna um, be tangible. Exactly, people yeah. got to see it in order to, to to know that it's real. Um, so I I we dropped a single, and then we're supposed to be dropping on April Fool's Day next year. Um, that's that's the goal right okay. now. We dropped on April Fool's 2021, and we're supposed to try to do it. It's like our second album is next it, year. Is it a working title? Uh, working title is uh, so first one was just called Run the Fools, as yeah. you know the na- our name and the name of the album. Second is probably gonna be called uh, Fool Me Twice. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Most likely. All right. We'll see what's up. Um, but yeah, like I've been really focused on that. Um, I've started working on my next solo project really actually very recently. Okay. Um, so I started writing for that. Uh, so I'm really excited. So I, 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 pending, I'm going to say April Fool's Day next year, 2023, is when we'll have some Run the Fools out. And do you already, for your new solo project, do mm-hmm. you already have like in perspective how many songs are going to be on that? I want to do uh, I want to do ten songs and maybe maybe three four skits or jokes. Um, okay. I want to do more songs than I did last time. Okay. I want to be more uh, silly with it too. I felt like I was real calculated with the last one. Was it because Dookie yeah. Streaks was something? <laughs> I was thinking about playing that one, but I was like, yeah, I think I would let people go find Dookie Streaks because yeah, that's kind of hilarious. I I had a good time. I just know that one, but yeah, what, what, in so your funny. vision, what's funnier than that? Uh, Doogie Streaks is funny to me because it's one of those things where when something when a song is too silly people will just be like I'm not listening to that yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean people gotta warm like you said people gotta warm up to that people gotta yeah. find Doogie Streaks on their own and be like if they listen to <laughs> if they listen to In The Face first like alright this guy is cool and then they find Doogie Streaks then they'll it's be more open to listening to it yeah. <laughs> you the video? Yeah. There's a whole package. I, I'm gonna yeah. have to, if you're listening to the streets right now, go ahead, put in that Aaron Monte. Right. Dookie Streets. Dookie Streets. Right. Yeah, D O O K I E S T R U A K Z. Streaks with a Z. Yes. Dookie Streaks. That was the first song I ever recorded, I think, actually. Was the first song was Dookie Streaks the first one I ever recorded. I was like, I'm just I'm going silly with this now. And how did you come with the concept? Uh, not just Doogie Streets, but uh-huh. your overall, like how you was going to organize your album and what these songs were going to be only um, about. I, I guess it was during that time I was really like, <laughs> my mom really didn't like a lot of the comedy I was like kind of doing. Like she was, it was too crude for her, yeah. you know. So she would come to shows and you know I'd be I'd do like a really a really crude joke and then afterwards she'd be like okay I was like halfway crying I was good that was real funny you're doing the family <laughs> proud <wanted> yeah <laughs> you're doing the family proud I can't wait to see, just see we'll see what you do next you know just like you know really really sad like um so I guess that the the theme of it was trying was <laughs> me as a comic you know the fictional version of myself trying to trying to like 
relate to like older black women who are just trying to, <laughs> you know what I mean, listen to comedy but not trying to hear all the all the crude stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh, so that was really what what the whole theme of it is is trying is like making making jokes about how all right, I'm trying my best to not <laughs> to not say anything crazy, but I'm gonna say something crazy for sure. You know what I mean? Oh, so man. that was really that was what kind of starts off with me being on stage. So the whole album is really supposed to be be me being on stage going through different jokes or you know going through different songs and uh, uh clearly not succeeding and not being crude <laughs> 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 clearly not succeeding at all uh i think in your face is uh your your lightest one <laughs> <laughs> except for the end when i totally i get i get destroyed at the end uh yeah i think i think it's one of the lighter ones as well i mean girls with kids that's that's a good one as right well. right and, so when it came to your music videos, did you have help uh, incepting them, or was it all you towing the wig way out here? Man, honestly, man, uh, I met a dude named uh, Pete Sobat, who's uh, he, you know, was was really he used to work in the music industry in like the nineties, eighties, nineties. You got um, an OG? Yeah, OG. Yeah, okay. he's been, exactly. He uh, then he kind of became he went to graduate school and became a writer for a little bit. Then during like oh eight oh nine, when the writer strike happened, he kind of was out of work. Yeah. He started his own website where he was like making videos new clips and bringing in people from the music industry to make videos with them like j cole schoolboy q stuff like that so nice. his own website he was growing on his own um and then he ended up teaching uh at saint bernard's high school one of my cousins and after they became friends after he, my cousin kept working with him on media stuff after they graduated and he wanted to come up with a um kind of like a, a daily show on the internet okay. idea so he like he was looking for a comic to do that my cousin was like yo my my cousin Aaron's a comic let's, let's hit him up and see what's up so he hits me up and I'm like one year in the comedy at this point and I'm not a political comic at all but like lessons yeah exactly so he hits me and he's like yo you want to do this show um, it's kind of like daily show do you want to do it and I was like well I've never done political comedy but I'll try it out I'm always yeah. willing to try some new stuff uh, so I, we went and did it started doing shows it started you know getting picking up views and stuff and after I kind of told uh, Pete I was like hey man and I kind of want to start doing, you know, comedy music, you know, uh, you know, I might, you know, start making videos and stuff. And he was yeah. like, well, I'll, I'll help you. He, he was like, honestly, I feel like hip hop is dead, but I feel like comedy music is probably one of the last real forms of music left to, to him. And I was like, okay, well that works for me then. Like, let's, huh. let's do some work. Huh. So he shot all of my videos for that first album. And, uh, and he's also, he's also always willing to like help and like shoot anything for me. And he kind of came up with, I, I had some ideas of some stuff after he heard my songs. He was like, okay, he, he has ideas automatically. He's like, I know what to do exactly let's shoot it and let's edit it so yeah. i did i was i was really blessed to have him on my side honestly and helping me out and believing in the music and my art so um yeah he's always down to help and, and do something so uh kudos to that because yeah. it really is you you know like uh everybody always wants to get a team get a team get right. a team right. like like we're just gonna go out and be avengers <laughs> right and what, nah, yeah. you assembling know? automatically but, come on team let's do this like it's exactly. iron man's armor or whatnot <laughs> right. but it really is it, it really is hard to get certain people like that right. or to get to get real help out here yeah, yeah even if like LA's filled with a bunch of like-minded individuals. Oh, right. And there's still not a good amount of teens as there should be. Yeah, true. When when you look at the overall landscape because true. like 
a lot of comics they have some type of musical mm-hmm. background, mm-hmm. right? Right. Like they might not rap like you, but yeah. they cello or yeah. cello. Right. You know comedians and musicians are very closely related to me. Like they're yeah. both you know, improvisational. You know what I mean? Our, our timing is important in both. You know, I think that comedians and especially rappers are are really like that's why we always get along with rappers. And <laughs> that's a, why we're always cool with rappers. That you part, know? Because both sides actually take take different levels of creativity. Right. And you have to be really versatile. And every comedian wants to be a rapper, and every rapper wants to be a comedian. <laughs> T.I. Exactly. T.I. Prime example. Prime example right there. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing it wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> he's still out there bombing. He just bombed out in New New York. Oh, at, no. At the Green Room. He's got to stop doing that. He's got to stop going out and bombing. Just stop doing it. No. Uh, <laughs> It's like I know you don't hung out with Lil Duval. I know you don't. I know you know comics. <laughs> Someone take you under their wing. Right? Uh, You're not. <laughs> if it get DC Young, fly Young, so I know he can teach you some, man. You know, like, you, you and that's it. the thing too. Sometimes people ain't got it. <laughs> Sometimes people ain't got it. You know what? Dude? You can't teach funny, really. Honestly, you can teach how to write a joke, how to tell a joke, but you can't teach funny. Honestly, yeah, that's what's kind of hard. Yeah. About when people tell me about their uh, going to comedy school or whatever. Right, right. I do make fun of all those people because I'm like, you didn't really go to comedy school. Yeah, yeah. You kind of just went to a designated open mic. And that you paid extra for that you paid way too much for you could have yeah. just paid the five you could have paid the really, five really you could have went to a free one but that 250 you plus pay- the book I guarantee <laughs> you you never Not gonna look book. I, you ain't never gonna look at that book again oh god oh god I be like oh uh, yes yeah, but do you boo yeah exactly whatever whatever it takes man whatever it takes I'm just saying cause if anyone's listening if you wanna get into stand up you just gotta hit open you just mic. gotta go do it honestly you just you gotta, gotta try do it, it and discover it and honestly there's no real I don't wanna say there's no real advice anyone can give you yeah but I, as far as writing there's nothing no one can say to you they can give you performing tips right but for some reason, everybody want to give you writing tips, and you be like, "I just saw your set. <laughs> <laughs> right. I can't, I can't listen to this." <laughs> right, right. Yeah, seriously, man. Seriously, yeah, it'd be like that. Nah, but so you've already in your young career, yeah. you already had like a variety of writing experiences being a daily show type format, you know, music you're discovering more from, but you have to experience with that and jokes. Which one do you want the most? Oh man, that's a good question. That's a good question. I, I, Ooh, I think that the thing I want the most is writing script writing the most. Okay. That's what I want the most. I think, uh, the second to that, I do want to be a, a like I said before a, a better rapper with 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 comedy. I do okay. want to have funnier bars like uh, PFB the ba- the Pac Man BFB the Pac Man. What is it? Where is it? Hey, yeah, he's, he's funny. He's, he's so funny. He's so funny. And I'm like, I want to get like that. Like just saying whatever it comes out of you. <laughs> you know there, what I mean? Like there, there's a growing genre of that, and it I'm is. enjoying. It. I am too. I really like that a lot. It kind of makes me want to try. It makes me jealous a little bit. I'm like, how did I not think of that before? Like, I woke up and hit you in the stomach. <laughs> then you fart. <laughs> I looked at you. I throw a dart. Don't. Like, what? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> There's no correlation. It's like it's letting go. 
that I, I think in my writing that I want to be able to focus on more is being able to just let go and just say instead of being so focused on the structure of where I want the song to go or my bars to go, just be saying stuff, just be saying something funny that, that gets people attention. Because that's, that's what people that's what people like the most. People don't be caring yeah. about what your story is in the song. They're like, oh, what would you say that was funny? What's the bar you said? Yeah, let me spit this bar that you just said I thought was hilarious. You know, um, and other than that, like script writing is really what I want to get focused on too. Do you want? Movies or series? I would I would say series first. Okay. I think series. I think TV is in a really good place right now, um, except for recently when people started getting fired like crazy for all <laughs> from all these spots. Like that's been well, really tough. I've seen. Well, I knew HBO had to fire people. They spent over a billion dollar on a crappy <laughs> D, DCL universe, whatever that was. They overspent. Everybody was getting fired after that. Yeah, man. They honestly, definitely went over budget. They cut two of the same movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just dropped them all. That movie was five hours, dog. I was like, no way. I had to watch it in pieces. Like, you know what's going to save this franchise? The five hour the version. Five hour version. <laughs> it's the same story, but the yeah. graphics are different. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like TV's in a really good place where like there's a there's so many good shows out. There's Definitely. so many. I feel like there's more opportunities for people to get you know series out because movies are dominated by like superhero movies and you know just little. Yeah. And you got to be really doing independent film in order to, like a a twenty four film or something like that in order to get honestly, your original ideas out. And I think that's what honestly like it'll make it more believable to get a top A celebrity. Uh, right. actor because they're right. dying they don't want to do the movie the superhero stuff they just have to because right. the money that's where it's at yeah but if you can really write a, a well like story series yeah. Yeah. or whatnot you could probably like really do get really get some uh, yeah uh, man seriously honestly time. that's literally all it, they they kind of that's all the industry be like they kind of be the same way as like the NBA like you got a script but do you got a star to go <laughs> you know what I mean you can't win a ring without a star in your team you right. know like you got to do it that way well, you can shooter them instead of signing for eighty five bill. Now I got you for <laughs> for the the minimal. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. Take man. that Denzel. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I'm trying to get Denzel for five years on this project. Yeah, exactly. What are you gonna do? This is real thick here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get Denzel and Chalamet. That's what we gonna get. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Hey, <laughs> building a super team. Okay, I'm telling you, he probably don't want to really do Dune. Nah, man. I mean, he want to King. He want to be King Edward out here, but nobody will watch it. <laughs> he want to show off his Scottish accent. <laughs> right, right. Oh man, I think Timothy Timothy Chalamet. All all that Timothy Chalamet really needs to do is lift some weights, and he'll be he'll be that he'll part. be the biggest star out here, man. You right. stupid. He like Anthony Davis when he first got when he first got to the league. You got to build like ten pounds of muscle, and you could be MVP, dog. You, could, you, you really be. you really can. You could be the next. You could be the next great action movie hero. Yeah, yeah. He makes Brad Pitt if you put some muscle on, dog. You got it. They almost want you. They almost want you, man. They almost want you. You do have the talent, though, boy. You got it. You got it. You got it already. Just hone in, man. You're like a featherweight out here, though. (laughs) It's not believable. You can't rock with the big dogs like that. (laughs) Coming in with bird chest. You got Denzel's son out here coming from the NFL. Denzel's son coming straight from the NFL acting. Come on, man. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's your competition, dog. You oh, gotta he, do this. He became a sex symbol uh, immediately. 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 <laughs> Pretty privilege was a thing for him. <laughs> oh, God. Right. For real, though, no, man. No, but he, he's a great actor, not to take away from black. Nah, man. for real. Yeah, so, right, right. Everybody black. I'm on my ESA tip. Exactly. We are on that time. <laughs> but we are going to keep it rocking, keep it going. Yes, we sir. got more comedy. We got more music. Do me a favor. If you're watching now over on YouTube, hit that subscribe, hit that like, leave a comment. You know what I mean? Real quick. And if you want to observe the full feature length of this show, you got to listen to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Deezer. Who is listening to Deezer? Why is this still an option <laughs> my in, in, my, in my thing? I don't know. Who Every that, time you say it, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? This <laughs> name, I, but it's an option. It's an option that I got, and I want someone to utilize it. Cause uh, my music's on there too, so yeah. I'm, I do not blame you at all. I'm like, yeah, Deezer. We'll put it on Deezer. And if you're a Deezer person, please leave a comment on Deezer or in. Yeah, over, how do we download it? What is it? Where, where is it? <laughs> where is it? Because <laughs> <That's, laughs> uh, I could tell you how to get to Sesame Street. <laughs> I can't tell you how to find Deezer. Exactly. So let's keep it going. This is Bell Nine Cypress Man, Big Bob. Beg about it, boogie, pin, 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 seen, pin, fiend. Bet a bitch about it, only one big thing. Skin clean, pin beams. Yeah, bet I pull it on the rims, clean. Keep the green brim fleet. Easy sweep the team, pin clean. Yeah, yeah. I can do it better than your man's did. Money in the duffel. Look what my brand did. Ay, ay. Crystals on my hand, kid. Nail so long, he love it when I part it. Make it dance rich. I can do it better than. Titties at all pouty, I'm a tall bitty looking light pretty. Bitches only wanna fight with me, but I love them the one with a tight kitty. Move along if you ain't right with me, I'm tight pretty. I'm pulling wigs, living lavish in my newer digs. Feeling Spanish and I'm super rich. Meet up, poppies, you stupid kids. This is something to run from. I go dumb from the drugs that I'm known from. Gonna sober it up till I'm done, done. Winning is something I come from. Kiss the bun bun like I can do it better than your man's did. Money in the duffel. Look what my brand did ay, ay. Crystals on my hand, kid Nail so long, he love it when I part it Make it dance, rich I can do it better than your mans do Never wanna love me, I bet the fans do ay, ay. What's the plan, do? Money on my mind until I die And I ain't planning to and once again, you're rocking with the speech guy, Tony Asar, A-S-A-R, over here coming from the land of Sugar Free. So you know it's nothing sweet, but everything's nice. We're going to keep it going. We got that new Meg the Stallion. These bitches talking that shit and ain't saying my name and I can't keep just letting it fly. They got a sub, they got a tweet, they got to go get their hunger for me. If I was still doing broke shit with your broke ass, then your broke ass we won't be. Hey, when I start getting money, I'm going to tell you the truth. All the hoes that was hating got their ass cut loose, bitch. No, a little business want to put it in the news. They'll take it to the net, but I'm going to take it. To the booth, give a bitch an inch, she'll take it to the moon. Hoes, let her start a pot, and I'ma get a bitch a spoon. Yeah. Bitch, I'm the one you ain't even the type. Hey. You would never be hey. if I wasn't your Whole lot of fake ass, snake ass, backstabbing, hating ass, no money, getting ass bitches. Y'all acting really ungrateful.
work and I'm staying you hoes. I been could've fucked y'all niggas. Whole lot of fake ass, snake ass, cake ass, hatin' ass, no money, getting ass niggas. I really been spaying you niggas, your girl hate me, cause I been shittin' all y'all bitches. I'm the motherfucking pen, pimp, pair, bench, rent, up a trick, daddy's only y'all care about now, nigga. Herkes, these bitches is poppin', it's potent, the shit they be tweetin', they gotta be smokin'. Every nigga favorite, pussy get played with. I'm the type of bitch jealous hoes can't hang with. Next to the head of the bed, cause I'm flexible. He tryna come that dick in my schedule. Hey, all on my neck like I'm Betty Ripple. Boy, stop liking up my place before you get in trouble. I don't need a team more bitch speaking for me. When y'all host step, gotta call y'all sorority. Hollywood shit, cause I'm with all the action. Ain't your boyfriend, you can stop all the acting. If you coming for me, then you need to come hard. If a bitch ain't shaking, I ain't doing my job. Whole lot of fake ass, snake ass, backstabbing, hating ass, no money, getting ass bitches. Y'all acting really ungrateful, I'm staying you hoes. I been could've fucked y'all niggas. Whole lot of fake ass, snake ass, cake ass, hating ass, no money, getting ass niggas. I really been spaying you niggas, your girl hate me, cause I been shitting on y'all bitches. Whole lot of lame ass, fake ass, hating ass, green ass, pillow talking ass niggas. I ain't tryna spread none of these little rap niggas. I'm tryna fuck on all they bitches. I take that back, I fuck all they bitches. Oh, make big bass, I look at Kane with switches. One thing for sure, hell no, I ain't switching. Oh, two things for sure, I'ma always go, go get it. Yeah. Running back up, up just like in Riding in the yellow thing, you know who in it. Oh, acrobatic truck, nigga, yeah, I flip it. I save my money, don't save these bitches. I know I'm the shit, yeah, bitch, I admit it. Oh, got a GPS on my road to real. Just say, like, where you going? I'm going to get it. My bitch just hit me. Saying she tired of these fake ass, snake ass, backstabbing, hating ass. Oh, and you know what it is, baby. If you like any of the songs that you are hearing, any of the comedy that you're listening to, and you want more of the info, go ahead and hit that link in the bio. If you're listening over on that Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Deezer, we're going to keep it rocking, keep it going. And you know, this is the number one song in the world, baby. So we had to play here that Ice Spice Munch. You thought I was feeling you? That nigga munch, nigga eat it, he ate it for lunch. Bitch on my body, I get what I want, like you thought I was feeling you. No, I was feeling you. That nigga munch, nigga eat it, he ate it for lunch. Bitch on my body, I get what I want, like bitch stay balanced, keep it a beam. Know they be mad, I be on the scene. Ask too fat, can't fit in a jean. Use my steps, but it's not what it seems. I got that ready, I'm keeping it clean. Fucking with niggas that's toting a beam. Saying you love me, but what do you mean? Pretty ass fucking me like that I'm mean. Baddest bitch, are you shitting me? If you ain't a body, can't sit with me. I swear that these bitches my mini me. He wanna sex, niggas be dreaming. I'm from the X, niggas be scheming. I'm on the next, stays not breathing. Thumb in a check, blow the demons. You thought I was feeling you? No. That nigga a munch. Nigga eat it, he ate it for lunch. Bitch on my body, I get what I want, like. You thought I was feeling you? No, I was feeling you. That nigga a munch, nigga eat it, he ate it for lunch. Bitch on my body, I get what I want, like. Bitch on my body, I get what I please. You know my body, I do it with ease. He with my body, he telling me please. I'm walking past me, sniffing my breeze. He jacking me, but he not my boo. He like the jewelry I wear on my boots. How can I link you when I got a shoe? Don't want your love, I just want the blue. Grabbing my ass while I'm doing my dance. She keep on staring, cause Shorty a fan. Gotta stick to the plan. He mad as fuck, I won't give him a chance. But still, he gon' do what I say. I swear I be stuck in my ways. But still, he gon' do what I say. I swear I be stuck in my ways. You thought I was feeling you? That nigga a munch, nigga eat it, he ate it for lunch. Bitch on my body, I get what I want, like you thought I was feeling you. No, I was feeling you. That nigga a munch, nigga eat it, he ate it for lunch. Bitch on my body, I get what I want, like. No, marriage is cool. It's definitely better than uh, being engaged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't want to do that. That's a terrible, awkward time. Seriously. If you want to get married, propose, and then go see a judge. Just get it out the way. Really. 
Because people always ask you the same stupid questions anytime they find out that you got engaged. The one we always got was, oh, how did you know that she was the one for you and you were the one for her and the love that you had would grow into a beautiful tree and <laughs> that tree would have leaves that would shield your love from bad weather and it would bear fruit that would feed your love. For it was a stupid question. It was a dumb question. And it has a pretty simple answer. Uh, stuff is going good. And that's it. That's the end of the answer. There's no more to the answer. Stuff is going good. That's it. It's regular life. It's not a Disney movie. I didn't have to fight a dragon or dance with an end table. Just regular life. I felt cared for and attended to, and she felt cared for and attended to, and so we decided to make each other miserable for the rest of our lives. It's just the way that it works. Oh, what it do, party people. Thank you for tuning in and chilling with us. If you're just cutting in, you rocking with the speech guy, Tony Asar, A-S-A-R, coming from the land of sugar-free. So you know it's nothing sweet, but everything's nice. And this is the comedy plug where we play the slappers that bass them ha Haas. And of course, you know, I gotta have a homie with me. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, my boy, Aaron, man. So you're out here and you got a cool little story. A local coming, trying to do creative writing. Yeah. Got, got blessed with some some gigs to do some uh, writing for, what was it, Blurred? Blurred Culture. Blurred Culture. Blurred that, culture. Was yeah, that the yeah. site that you That's the at? site where I really started doing everything. Yeah. And writing for that and doing performing all that yeah and how is that experience being actually tied to a network you know what i mean because yeah. so many even if it was just a youtube channel well not just a youtube yeah. channel that's still major right because you got backing for your work but what yeah. was that whole experience like working with a, a network and a channel it was cool man honestly like posting videos when we would post a video we would of course always hope that it would go up and the good the cool thing about working with like a you know it was it was kind of like a news outlet YouTube channel thing like is that that already had followers was kind of like anything could go up at any point in time you know what I mean that like part. we had a few people like I mentioned like uh, Wiz, Wiz Khalifa in one of the episodes and Wiz Khalifa's mom reached out and said how funny she thought it was and like you just never knew what was like someone was going to see and you know nice. what, how many views it was going to get like we was actually going going up for a while man like uh, you know I think the most we had was maybe like maybe 20k on a video and I was like that was the first time I really got anything close to like over like five 5k on a video yeah. when I, like back when i first started so it was it was pretty cool man it was it was dope seeing how people were already connected and then that was the first time i also noticed that <laughs> the trolls on the internet and that was a fun part too uh, that was a fun that was fun for for some reason it didn't bother me like someone got on there and said i was bayesian <laughs> what <laughs> Saramonte <laughs> <laughs> is Bayesian. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing I had ever seen in my That's funny. life. No, that. And it was just stuff like that where I was kind of like, dang, I go through and read the comments and see what people were saying about me. And a lot of time I, I kind of thought I just thought it was funny, but that was the first time I had ever like I had that kind of thing happen to me where just strangers were on the internet just yeah. talking about you. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. I thought it was interesting too. Um, but uh, I'm also a person who nothing, I, things don't really get to me like that, especially from strangers. But you can't really hear my feelings if you're a stranger. Here, here's something I want to pose, yeah. uh, just throw out there because, yeah, there there are the, the you know, the trolls that just leave the comments. Right. But, you know, given recent events with, mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately the death of PNB Rock. Right, rest in peace. And not just PNB Rock, just a lot of rappers yeah. in general right. in the last three years. They they did a list on social media. I was like, dang, we lost a lot to gun violence. I saw that. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Like, what 
what do you think it is specifically that's going on that's putting musicians mm. in trouble mm. to compare to comedians mm. and compare to athletes because a lot of people always say well it's because they floss too much but if I go on Kevin Hart's page Kevin Hart would show me a garage of 12 right. different type of cars right. if you go on LeBron James page he'll show you he got a sunroof to his pool that comes down and creates a ramp and his <laughs> yeah. car comes out the pool <laughs> yeah. like, it's like D-Wade posted a whole clip like he literally right. got a line like yeah right <laughs> so what what do you think it is that's going on that's I, causing that's a good question because i think about that all the time i, I was thinking about that literally with the pmb rock thing i was kind of like you know people were, were blaming on floss and stuff like that but i don't hear about this stuff you know uh happening to comedians especially like just because that's Tra- where i relate to first you know Tracy Mo- morgan rolling around in, in exactly cars. Yeah, exactly, and they're and they're all through the city. They're all through LA all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean? And you know where they at because they're on flyers doing shows and stuff. You know what and I mean? on so, the social media and on social media, they're everywhere. So, and to me, what what seemed like to me was kind of how we kind of I think as society society treats rappers, we're kind of they're kind of like they're the most famous ones and they have the most jewelry on or whatever they have but people kind of see them as not being exactly human you know what I mean like they're kind of mm. like we kind of see them as like yo you, you're a rapper you're not really a human you know what I mean and that's kind of how the streets have kind of treated them it's kind of how like society in general has kind of treated rappers and I think that's what is kind of people kind of like desensitized by how hip hop you know people people get lost in these songs not realizing these are real people talking about these songs yeah. you know what I mean real people that get affected by this stuff and these are rappers that are just talking about things that happen in the streets. They don't even really. Some of these rappers ain't even really doing half the stuff they're talking about. Uh, a lot of these, <laughs> a lot of these rappers ain't doing. Half you know what I mean? So I think people get disconnected to a point where um, they start not seeing rappers as humans themselves and just feel like yo, I can do whatever I want. Especially because rappers, to especially people in the hood, like are the are the upper echelon or the highest that you can get to. You know what I mean? Like people look up to rappers. You say, yo, I want to get on like this rapper. You know what I mean? Like people are like, you know, yeah. that's the first thing people think about when they think of success in the black community uh, especially if people in the hood that you know that have that's their main example of success you know what i mean man i want to get on like james harden and you know <laughs> they get like i mean nba players get like two a quarter of a million man, a quarter of a billion crazy, dollars crazy three, like i think steph curry is supposed to sign a billion dollar right, shoe deal right and here's why i think that i think the athletes aren't affected by it's because when your favorite athlete wins you win too <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. you didn't got on too. These rappers being on it do nothing for you. You know what I mean? So to these dudes, like they can just go out and do whatever to them and and not feel any bit of remorse because I I, I just got I just I just I just Robin Hooded this situation. You know what I mean? That's how people feel. I feel like so. You know? What you're saying is rappers need to have more parades for when the albums go triple platinum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you gotta you gotta, <laughs> it's gotta be a city incentive. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like you gotta get some money to your city if you if you go try if you go they platinum. Just go around the tour bus <laughs> on the top, right, exactly. smoke a cigar. Yeah. Another <laughs> thing, man, is in this, and I'm not even trying to blame PNB Rock or anything like that, but it's it's hard. L. A. is a rough city, man, and going yeah. and, and if you don't if you're going and people were saying that people were after him before this, and this is and kind of information yeah. you know what i mean so it's kind of like you know 
I, I, it's hard to not be anywhere if you don't have a gun on you. You know what I mean? Like and it's hard, especially if you if you're famous and you want to be able to be who you are and wear what you want to wear. You know, you should part. be able to wear your chains or whatever you want to wear. You know, that part. But uh, and that's that's a hard situation because then you know what comes with that. Yeah, and that's a tough situation to be in. If you're like a Kodak Black where the police are breathing down your neck exactly. every five minutes, exactly, you're gonna go to jail. Right, right, a hundred percent. So it's kind of like it's hard, man. It's really like you know, it's constantly keeping having to keep your head on a swivel, and it's like sometimes I just want to eat some waffles. You know what yeah. I mean? Sometimes I just want to sit down. I eat some waffles. I don't and, want to keep my head on the all the time. And here, here's the the crazy part, right? That, uh, like, I'm gonna try to always take it to the black community, but sometimes yeah. I do. But the black community don't get it. They yeah. like there was a lot of people was like, why that Roscoe's? Why that Roscoe's? Right, right. But the thing is, why can't people? Why can't the wealthy black people spend money? In, yeah, like, in the community in the community right, true but we're going because first of all you always hear the community people need to come back bring it back yeah, to the hood yeah. but when they do right what that, happens to them what you know exactly you're right every every a lot so many rappers have been in their own communities Dolph, so many early, examples earlier this year off nipsey like so many like you know what i mean everyone's just in their own community supporting yeah. their own community places and yep. that's what happens to them and that yeah you're right that's a good point man because i was the first thing i thought to. i'm not gonna lie i was like man that's a rough roscoe's yeah that's down the street from where i'd live right now you know what i mean <laughs> like that's a rough roscoe's and i was kind of like dang why did he go there like there's like hollywood and stuff but it's like that's not because then how to, you ain't trying to eat rascals in Hollywood. You know what I mean? That's not what you're trying to do. Like, and, you know? and plus, what if he's someone that loves his people? And he, exactly. That, what else? He could know people there that he wants to go visit. You know what I mean? It could be anything. You know, like, like yeah, yeah. You're right, man. Like sometimes right. we we cancel our own future dollars. Yeah. And, and yeah. That that drive. That's. But if you was to get hit, that that that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. That's messed up. I know, because I was thinking of this question. Uh-huh. Like, if you were a rapper and they were going to catch you slipping at your joint, what would be the joint you wish they got you at? That, that I wish they got me? <laughs> yeah, no, no. That's, I, that's, that's crazy. Of, I should have wrote okay. that. Hold on, let me delete it. No, down. no, that's I don't a weird, <laughs> That's a weird question. You know what? I should say these questions out loud because it wasn't until everyone started looking at me. <laughs> Right now, I wish everyone. I wish see. you stop the music too. To uh, like, because because you know, I thought this was a fire question. And then you looked at me, and then my producer looked at me, and I was like, "All right, Tony, I don't think I think you need." It. And that's why in the middle of the question, I was trying to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> but you had already started. Yeah, so it was I, too late. So it was too late. So I'm committed. But as I'm saying it, I'm looking at everyone's face. I'm like, "This was a horrible question." Why would you wish to get hit? Right, anywhere, right. But this, this little case kills P.O.B. Rock. <laughs> it was like, so if you got caught slipping and the joint started slipping, where would it be at? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> hmm. If if we're talking about likeliness, if we're talking, if because <laughs> if it's in the frame of likeliness, likeliness, yeah, uh, like, this time. where would I? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. If like if I was. If someone were to catch me slipping somewhere, man, because they what you mean, like, where? Because if people found you, like, what if that was a Roscoe spot? They was like, yo, he's at this Roscoe's. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, this is, you know what I mean? I don't even know. If I do say it, I feel like I, get, I, I put myself in a position to get caught slipping. But if I had to say, if I do have to this, say, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you want to catch me slipping, I'll be at this address <laughs> I'm with, tomorrow night. <laughs> I, I'm horrible. I, I'm horrible. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I always, I will say this: I do always feel like I'm gonna get caught slipping at a weed shop somewhere. That's, that's, that's always where I feel like I'm gonna get caught slipping. I say it, Steezy. You gonna catch yeah, me? At right, Steezy? right, exactly. One exactly. because they're making me wait out line. It's, it's, a, it's <laughs> honestly, and I've been in so many situations where I've been feeling like, man, I, I, somebody can get me right now, and it's like no cap, like <laughs> it's always in one of those spots. I'm always like, I shouldn't be here right now. Maybe I should get out of here. You know, hey, yeah. being. Being someone that's from a tough neighborhood, yeah. you grew up around with people that were, you know, probably connected with the activities. Yeah. When were you able to cut them off from your life and did they take it personal? Ooh, that's a good question. Here, the, it, for me, it kind of, I still, I actually just saw a lot of the my friends from my neighborhood recently because one of our friends had died. Um and I don't ever feel like I cut anybody off. I feel like over time, you know, I went to I went to different high schools and different schools in them. Everyone kind of stayed, you know, at Morningside High School and kind of stayed local. Um, but my parents kind of wanted us to go to. I went to Bishop Montgomery in Torrance. You know, my mom. Wow. Yeah, my did mom, you play sports? I did. I played football. Oh. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I'm a local. I know. Where, where did you go? I, I, I'm from I'm from Pomona. I went to okay. Galicia, but Morningside, we used to see them off in CIA gotcha. at certain tournaments. Gotcha. Okay. Bishop Montgomery. Sports is a huge thing that, in, in California, bro. Like oh, we're all so connected by that. It's dude, so crazy. Dude, uh, I'm let you get back to your story. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Real quick, a lot of out of town hoopers from New York or whatever right. they come here. And they, they don't be knowing what and, you got to and, have, and they and they be talking that jazz. Yeah. I'm like, nah, dog. I don't care where you from. We about buckets. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> California is about them buckets for real, man. Like, I don't care what yeah. you're going to do on here. You ain't going to run out hard. We going to run <laughs> exactly. out. Exactly. We going to go crazy. Exactly. True, man. But, but yeah, uh, I guess over time, I kind of like felt distant from them, uh, from people in my neighborhood yeah. over time, uh, just by, you know, I was always in Torrance, you know, all the time, you know, the people kind of went their own directions, you know, in my neighborhood. Um, but I kind of, kind of reconnecting with them. Uh, you kind of see, I never like a lot of the guys in my neighborhood some, some of them ended up doing really great things and like moving on to Orange County and having really good jobs and like you know uh, everyone kind of stayed on track and I think that was important too I, and that was what I was proud of too was seeing how people were they're still affected by the lifestyle that we, we grew up around but they're still trying to keep it together and not yeah. you know what I mean like fall victim to any of the shit that happens and um, things that happen in our city you know what I mean it's okay um, sorry Carmen Lita yeah. <laughs> right 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 yeah I've, I've been wondering this whole time I've been cursed on an accident but uh yeah uh, a lot of things that happen in our neighborhood uh um and reconnecting with them I was kind of like dang I'm, I'm really glad that I got to see everybody again you know yeah. it's, it's it's so it's so rare especially in, in the circumstance of a, of a death in, in, our, in one of our in our friend group you know what I mean so yeah. unfortunately rest in peace Elijah you know what I mean but uh um yeah I, I've really been proud of seeing my friends in the neighborhood how they kind of really kept it together and not fell victim to anything even though we did take some pictures and a few of the homies were <laughs> pointing guns at the camera but that's yeah. that's not that's not important but uh you know that's that's how you know I'm, I really feel people are we're, everyone's a, a victim of circumstance and wherever they grew up with I feel like and that I think that they're doing good for, for where we grew up and how we came up you know I think what I'm having uh, trouble from is because I'm from Pomona or whatever yeah. and like yeah some people did go good yeah but now like i'm in my 30s and i still got friends that are still getting shot and i'm like yeah yeah do i need to talk to you do like 
Like mm. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elementary, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. But you're still out here doing things like getting <laughs> shot. Yeah, exactly, man. It like, really, it really is. A, and honestly, bro, this, this, some of the, I will say the ones that were getting, people were getting shot when I was a kid. Like, and they would just have friends on the street, just like, yeah, I got shot the other yeah. day. And I'm like, dog, like I don't really see them anymore. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know where they at. I don't know how they're doing. You know what I mean? I don't know if they're still around. Yeah. Um, but the core, like people on the street that I grew up with on the exact street as me, um, they were able to at least get out in one way or another, move to Hollywood or move to Koreatown or That's, move to OC. You know, everyone was able to was able to figure it out and and keep living, man. That's really what it is. Uh, that's definitely yeah. beautiful. I think yeah. I got an ex name my day ones. Man, I, that's that's really that's you really know, the, the wildest too. thing to me was that like everyone had I hadn't seen this when I was a kid and when I saw everybody a few months ago everyone had like a new nickname that I didn't know everyone had I'm over here calling everyone my government names and everyone's like what are you what are you doing and I'm like my bad I didn't know that you were K-pop now I didn't know <laughs> <laughs> I know your name was K-pop now I thought <laughs> I thought it was Kenny I didn't I wasn't sure you know like that was the most interesting thing to me was like my brother was calling them these nicknames and I was like I don't that's their name <laughs> so don't, I didn't remember, I didn't know that at all you know real um, quick if you were to go on tour yeah what's the name of your tour and who are the two talents you take in the open for you oh man that's a crazy question i I can only take two yeah oh man i know a name of a tour i don't know but if i'm I'm gonna think of that but i'm gonna answer the second part first (laughs) uh two talents i'll take on tour um at the moment, I would go with uh, uh, Max Castillo, aka Big Time Macca. Um, you know, we just came back from New York. He brought me on his on his tour okay. recently. He's super talented, really funny. His videos are hilarious, um, and he's and he's got a following. So you know what I mean? Like he he, he can give me some tickets sold. Second, I would have to go with I would have to go with uh pink fox i'd probably go with pink fox um okay. that's, that's the homegirl um she's out here doing it big right now just got back from jfl she's going crazy and uh, i would have to i would have to say the tour would be the the name of the tour uh Mayhem with Monte or something like that. Monte's Mayhem or Monte's, Monte's mayhem. musical Mayhem, something like that. You know what I mean? So like, you're going to split your yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'd probably do. I'd, I'd have to bring Tommy Wakefield with me to do run the full songs, um, and probably have him do a little bit of instrumental playing too. Um, but those openers, I would have to go big time and big time in a Pink Fox. You know? Okay. Um, yeah, that was a difficult question for you to ask me just now. <laughs> uh, the homies hear this, they're gonna be like, "Well, I'm not going on tour." No, I got a limited man. It's a budget. <laughs> it's a budget. It's the next one, dog. The next one, I promise. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's a twenty city. Tw- it's a twenty city stop. Stop. You, you know, know what I mean? Yeah. I can't yeah, feel exactly. all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, I say Monte is musical mayhem. Something like that. You do some music and comedy. And, the M three. The M three. The M M M. Exactly. Exactly. And if I can, can I have a host or not? Can I choose a host you or know, another person? That, no, because they do have hosts. Okay, I'll host. choose. I would go with Sean Connor as as the host. Okay, so I'm a boy, Sean Connor, and then that that'd be that'd be probably the whole thing. And and it would go up. It would go up. And we going in. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know she can't say nothing, but I, <laughs> Sean Connor. Connor. Oh, 
Sean, Sean Connery. If I was like, oh, yeah, Sean Connery, next next coming to the stage. Never mind, Jerry. Actually, that that would be lit. That would be lit. But manifest. Exactly. Exactly. But we're gonna keep it rocket, keep it going. We got more music from you. Coming with another artist from the pie. That's Illy Il Samar with Isaiah Chef with bands and you know where you heard it at baby mm. i'ma take all like a rocket shit i'm moving away like i've been in the gym doing squats and shit no one is hot as this i've been on top of the top and shit that's why that boy that lebron and shit what are the odds against turn this shit go like an alchemy how about a band how about the bands make it go skirt skirt lift up a skirt skirt i put in work work so that shit work work how about a band how about a band bands let it go skirt skirt Lift up a skirt, skirt. I put in work till it work, work. Hop in the bins, I hop in the coop. I spend in the band on whatever le gusta. Yo fumo Maria, lo que me gusta. Faded and jaded, that's si se ajusta. She always been independent. Mad at me when I'm spending. You know I gotta defend it. Look what we did, got out them trenches. I'ma get right, it's a matter of time. Living in my mind while I'm sipping the wine. Fuck another flight, it's a hell of a life. Smoke another ill, got me feeling night. Roll one for the time I was dead broke. Roll two for the time that I let go. Had to realize I was special. I need a million. How about a band? How about a band? Make it go skirt, skirt. Lift up a skirt, skirt. I put in work, work. So that shit work, work. How about a band? How about a band, band? Make it go skirt, skirt. Lift up a skirt, skirt. I put in work till it work, work. Tráeme dos kilos y quiero beber. Es viernesito, lo sabe muy bien. Súbete rápido que se va el tren. No tengo nadie en que entretener. Arranca a volar y se el beamer el Benz. I with my friends, she get intense. Aquí puro party se deja el estrés. Mis metas las cumplo, lo tengo que ver. Échale ganas, mi gente. Nada que se nos enfrente. México siempre en mente. Whiskey y nada se siente. I laid in the bay and then in New York. Travel however, fuck a resort. That's how we live in the and you know what it is baby you rocking with the speech guy tony so if you want to hear any of the other songs that you've been hearing in their fullest go ahead and click the link in the bio for spotify apple podcast iHeartRadio, anchor deezer all of the above and more next up we got some backwood brat we're off that plan b Ooh, and you know you heard it at baby with another guy. I 
made him get the tattoo and post it on IG. I never saw him again. I can't fuck with a nigga who's corny. How you get a car in your name to let a nigga drive it off the lot? How you make you pregnant when you know you ain't get that shot? How your hair and nails in, but you got a sink full of dishes? Man, Adrian, cut this shit. I'm tired of these bitches. Big bad with any big bad who bread. I had to talk my shit. This is a true story. I ain't never lied. I'm my mama. Heck, Calling all the steppers to the front. Get ready for the show. Hey, it's on. We always number one when she get thumped. They ain't think Rick was coming home. Calling all the ages to the front. Get ready for the show. I'm always number one. I'm at the front. Bitch. Step how you want me to step for you, don't be no crash dummy I ain't gon' tell you do nothing I wanna do, I'm just being a hundred Push for me same way I push for you In the streets your credit good until it ain't No snitching won't tell the truth Sky blue coupe, I dropped the roof Bought a little puppet for my boo You can see my shit through the tent Ask Johnny, 5,000 or two Spanish bitch call me Poppy True Free my little dog, he cut him loose Why they edit free shots to poop? He been stepping on shit like poop Nobody know nothing, but niggas still told Yolo real snow, put half on it and it's still strong Dress and searching through my dressing drawer All my pills gone, you did it first, I can't do did it worse So I don't feel wrong You gon' try to warn me about a crossover to jail phone Spraying magic on the envelope, we put his mail on Shirt off when I skirt off, he the lamb rose Brody was my friend's when we was kids We were sharing clothes, still give him a head of stone Nigga, stand for me Straight up Calling all the steppers to the front. Step for me. Get ready for the show. Stretch up, stretch up. We always number one when she get thumped. Hey, I'm back, bitch. And I still like to smack shit. Whack shit. Might leave a couple up in sex. Fuck him if he ain't with me. Not the worst I'm from the east. Stretch up and get up with me. You know that we paratabs. All the dance who dropping fast. One on one, I cop him fast. Try to count speed, nigga. Kill me for I need a nigga. Who said we was leaving, nigga? Oh, now. I ain't never been lazy. Counting a million hand for hand, band for band. I'm gram for gram. I can go coloring for coloring. I can go lamb for lamb. I can go mansion for mansion. I can go acres of land. I just bought a penthouse, five million in Atlanta. Pull up in the valley in the limit, head phantom. Yeah, I'm big got it. Never sleeping on the business. Wake up, calling all the gangsters to the front. Perfect attendance. Big got it. Oh, and thank you all for rocking with us. Shout out to everybody on the streams if you're listening on that LPFM.LA app. But once again, we're here every Saturday on 101.5 FM. If you ever want to hear us in the community on the repeat, you can catch us early in the morning, 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. on Wednesdays on 101.5. Or you can just look forward to the weekly updates on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Anchor, and you could catch a brand new visual on Farside TV exclusively on YouTube. Ain't that right? Uh, I should do it to the camera. Mm, I felt it in my earlobe. Mm, look in the camera. Mm. <laughs> we have a lot of good fun here, a lot of good times, but we're going to keep it rocking with the comedy. More from Daryl Charles off of that black gentrifier, baby. Hey, you know where you heard it at? Mm. It's actually easy to make a woman feel cared for and attended to. Uh, if you don't know, I'll tell you my trick. Uh, you just talk. 
and then you talk, and then you talk, and then you talk, and then you talk, and you talk, and then you talk, and if you think you're done talking, you start talking again. You just keep talking. It's a conversation that never fucking stops. It never stops. You just keep going. Is it hot outside? Talk about it. Is it cold? Have a discussion. If you have to take a shit, you just tell her first, and everything will be okay. That is exactly how it works. Every time, you will be at a restaurant, you'll be like, baby, I gotta take a shit, I'll be right back. And you will leave, and she will turn to her friends like, we were talking. <laughs> and he told me that he was constipated, so I said he should have oatmeal in the morning, and now he has to use the bathroom. I really think it's gonna work out. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. How easy a, hey honey, how was your day, will go towards getting you some pussy. It is amazing how fast that will work. Which brings me to my next point. What does it take for a dude to feel cared for and attended to? I think we can all say it together. Pussy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, vagina. Uh, 